Welcome to the Live Fiercely Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wilford. Each week, I'll empower you with tips to live your best life and tools to grow your direct sales business. So grab a cup of coffee, because you know I have one, and get ready to live fiercely. Welcome to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. I am excited to introduce to you my friend, Denise Brinkman. She and I have known each other for, okay, I was doing the math today. I think it's probably close to 20 years. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. So um, Denise and I have known each other for a long time, but we kind of circled back around because we're both entrepreneurs and we reconnected, I don't know, it's probably within the last couple of years. And she has started this really cool business that it kind of blows my mind every time I go through her Instagram stories, or I, uh, I was a beta tester for her course. And it's just stuff that I think will be very helpful to you as a listener, as a direct seller. And even if you're not a direct seller, I think the information that she has to share is really helpful because she will help you to not feel absolutely chaotic when you look at the photos on your phone. (laughs) And we all know that feeling of when we get in there and we're trying to find that one picture and we have to scroll through literally thousands of photos. So Denise is about to drop some really good info for you today on how you can just feel more organized when it comes to the photos on your camera roll. So Denise, can you introduce yourself, share a little bit more about just your life in general and what your business really is all about? Yeah. Hi, I am a photo organizing educator and that came about because I was a graphic designer and I did like wedding album designs for, for, for professional photographers. And so I've been used to organizing lots of photos. My, I've been always the photo taker amongst my group of friends. And a lot of that organizing had been on my computer. Uh, but then in modern days, we start to take all of our photos on our phones. And I was not quite as organized on my phone as I was back when I was using an actual camera. Um, and so I was letting my camera roll on my phone get filled with screenshots and junk and whatever. And it didn't really bother me until my daughter was born. My first, um, my first child uh, about two and a half years ago. And I was like, okay, she's going to inherit these photos someday. And I need to be sending photos to her grandparents who all live out of state. And I just needed to like use that as a starting point for, okay, this is when I'm gonna get my phone photos under control. And so I started uh, implementing some um, organization strategies and that helped me make her baby book and a family yearbook and things like that. And I would be sharing this sort of thing, like my projects on Instagram, which was for my graphic design business, but mostly just a personal Instagram. And people were really like, oh my God, I have this problem. Like my phone is out of control with pictures. It's a disaster zone. It's a hot mess. And so I was like, and so people were asking me questions and I was like, wow there's really like a struggle when it comes to phone photo organizing. So I decided to share what I know, put lots of tips out there on my Instagram account. And I eventually uh, turned it into a course called control your camera roll. And I love helping women, well, anybody, but specifically women and moms or get the camera roll under control so that the focus stays on the memories that matter most and not the junk. Um, And when it comes to organizing photos for business and personal, 
um, our phone is being used for everything, all the kinds of photos and graphics, and it can just get crazy. So, um, so yeah, so I, I help uh, people get that, that mess uh, in line. I mean, I've had a million moments where I was looking for a specific photo for my business. And so instead I would just go back on like Facebook, save it again, because it was just easier access to be at the bottom of my camera roll because it was so unorganized. And then going through your course, I was like, oh man, yeah. Like it's worth the time to actually get this organized. So if you were talking to somebody who is a mom, is in business of any sort, what would be your first tips for her to get started with organizing her camera roll? Because if you've got someone like me, who's got three kiddos, I've run my business and I've got like literally at this point, probably 7,500 photos on my phone. And that's probably pretty average, right? And it might be even under the average for some people. What would you say to, to her to, what are your first steps for getting organized? <laughs> yeah. Don't let the backlog intimidate you. I think that's a huge causes huge paralysis amongst people that they're like, there's 75,000 photos. That's going to take me forever to get organized. So why do I even start? Like why, why bother? Um, and my advice is to declare photo bankruptcy, ignore the past backlog. It's going to be messy. Maybe you'll have time to go back and clean it later. But if you don't have a plan in place to clean the current stuff and the future stuff, you're never going to go back to like organize the old stuff. So my advice is to start today and maybe just organize the past weeks of photos, separate your business photos from your personal full photos by putting them into albums on your iPhone or your Android too. And when you separate them uh, starting now, then you know that starting today, forward, everything is not going to, is going to be in place and not meet the same fate as the messy backlog. And if you want to keep moving backwards, you can, but albums are going to be huge for organizing your pictures. So I'd say at the very minimum, do a business uh, folder for your um, album, for your business photos and for your personal photos. And if you want to break it down even further, uh, you definitely can. And one nice thing about albums is that you can hide the photos in an album or you can hide any photos part of the reason people don't keep up with albums is they can't remember which pictures they put into the album and which ones aren't and they want to make sure it's they were consistent so one of my favorite tips uh, that is underutilized is the hidden album on an iphone you hit the share button and then there's a hide photo option and that will move all of the pictures that were selected into a separate hidden album on your phone. And a lot of people use this for secret photos, financial documents, um, things they don't want other people to see. But I feel like it's a good way to hide the stuff that you don't want to see. So you could hide your business photos when it's not a day you're going to be working. And then you can easily just unhide it by going to that hidden album and doing the same steps and hitting unhide. And what I was saying about not knowing what you have put into albums or not, uh, you can hide it and then you can go back to your recent section on your camera roll and you can see right there if anything is still there that needed to be organized, you can move them and then hide them again. Um, and then, like I said, just re-unhide them with just a few clicks. So that's one of my ideas for how to separate. I really love the idea of separating into albums. That was really helpful for me when I was going through your course, just 
putting those in albums so that I didn't have to scroll through my whole camera roll. I like when I did your course, I mean, I literally had nothing. <laughs> it was just one giant album and that was pretty much all I ever used. And so even just simply separating it out into different albums was very helpful. A couple other tips that I learned from you that I've actually been reusing recently, and they're really simple things, but I just never was using them before. (laughs) So I got a couple tattoos recently, but I like had to scroll back in my photos to find them. And I was like, I can just favorite them and go to my favorites album. And I was so pumped. I was, I also did that with my little color brand photo that I have on my phone so that I can use it in my Instagram and I can easily have access to pull that in every time so that I can use my brand color. So just like little simple things like using that favorite part or whatever it is on Android. So helpful. Yeah. I definitely recommend hitting that favorite heart or star or whatever it is on your phone because it's, it makes an automatic album and you don't have to scroll through the 75,000 photos. You scroll through just a smaller section and that's huge. I also like what you're saying about don't get caught up in what you already have, like start today. I know that's where I really felt stuck was like, I have to organize my, the rest of my phone before I can start, but you really don't like start today. Yeah. And when, especially because your organizing can plan can kind of evolve throughout time. And so you'd hate to like, start, like do all of the backlog and then realize, oh, it's not really working for me. Like I say, start you could start simple by just hitting the favorite heart on the best images. Um, You don't even need to use albums right away, but when you do album, do use albums, just start with a couple and then it can get broken down further after that. And so you'd hate to like switch up your whole strategy and then you're like, Oh, well, why did I bother with the past stuff when it obviously wasn't working? So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's um, good advice. And even if you have no organization on your phone whatsoever, uh, I highly recommend using the search features. I often forget that they're there. Um, And it's just as easy as asking on an iPhone, asking Siri, hey, Siri, show me photos from winter 2019. And it'll pull up just a chunk of photos. So you're not like scrolling back a ton. You just have to scroll through a little section. So you can search by date. You can search by Uh, subject matter. So you could search for candles if you're looking for a birthday or search by dog. If you're looking for a specific pet photo, you can Um, search by like keyword. Yes. Uh, So you can search, search, Hey Siri, show me photos of a baby at a lake in July, 2019. And I'm, if I'm like thinking about a specific picture from that vacation. Wow. And you could search for outdoors. Uh, you get suggestions when you start typing in the, uh, in the search field and it comes up with ideas like, Oh, I didn't realize I could search by that. So, um, the subject matter is awesome. You can also search by person. If you've added people's names into the iPhone people section, you can search by, uh, whether an image is a favorite or not. So if you knew you'd favorited that tattoo photo, uh, you could say, show me favorites from June, 2021 can search by the type. You can search for just videos. You can say, Hey Siri, show me videos from this time or show me selfies. If you were using the front facing camera. And I find that 
using those searches helps your giant camera roll feel smaller. Even if you have no albums in place, even if you have no organization, it just cuts down the giant number into a small chunk and that's much more manageable. Yeah, for sure. I actually just used that feature today because I have my eyeliner tattooed. I don't know like why tattooing is coming up here multiple times, but it turns out it is. <laughs> um, and I'd gotten it done just over two years ago. And I kind of wanted to compare like after I had got it done and it was healed to now to see like how much has it really faded. And I'm kind of debating if I'm going to go get it done. So anyway, I like knew when I had it done and I was able to look in like May, 2019 and I found it and was able to compare. So it was really convenient versus having to just like scroll through the whole thing, you know? So mm-hmm. I love those little tips that you're, you're giving, like use albums or use the favorite, use the search. Like even those little things will help you feel less overwhelmed with your camera roll because it can be so overwhelming to even just start like looking for a photo. You just give up, you just create a new one. Yeah. I did that all the time. Yeah. And what actually, when it comes to having business photos on your phone, business gra- Canva graphics, especially you're, I'm tempted to always keep the things that I'm going to know I want to reuse, but then it gets like so far back up in the camera roll. And if, if I can, if you can put it into an album, great, then you can f- go to your business album or whatever branding album and find it again. But if you don't do that, you're kind of just like in denial, like you're not going to actually scroll all the way through to find this, this product photo or this Canva graphic or social media graphic. Um, you, so if it came from Canva, my suggestion is that if it's a, I might possibly use this again, but not super regularly. Like I'd say just delete it, get it off your camera roll after you use it. And then when you want it again, go to Canva, go to open the Canva app and re-download it from there. Cause that's what you're probably going to end up doing anyway. Cause Canva, when you would download from that, you're going to get the same graphic design file size. When it comes to Facebook stuff that you were talking about, when you re-download from Facebook, if you just like right click and download or uh, hold down and and save to your camera roll, that probably will reduce the size and quality. So if you keep doing that multiple times, then it's going to get more pixelated and not look as professional. So if there is a source where you can download an original resolution thing again, do it. If not, don't, yeah. Make sure you put things into an album. For sure. Um, Can you talk a little bit about I remember from your course, uh, you talked about screenshots and how many things we screenshot and then we never use. And then the other thing that I just thought of is duplicates, right? Like we take a picture of the kids, but it's actually like seven photos and we never go back and delete the bad ones or the quote unquote bad ones. Cause we don't want to get rid of any. Yeah. Um, okay. So first the screenshots thing. Yes, that's definitely, especially as a business owner, I take a lot of screenshots of social media posts that I'm like, oh, that's a good inspiration for what I want to do with my business. Oh, I like how this person wrote this thing in an email. I want to um, get inspired from that. Um, so I'm taking a lot of inspiration screenshots and those aren't things I'm going to be uploading anywhere else. So it doesn't really matter to me whether the it's as easily accessible in my camera roll as something that I would want to hit the upload button to go to Facebook or Instagram. Um, so my what I do for those sort of things is I move them to the notes app on my phone instead of keeping them on my camera roll. All of my keepable screenshots are in the notes app in different folders within the notes app. 
And the awesome thing about the notes app that's way better than keeping them in your camera roll is the notes app can search for text within photos. So you take a screenshot and it says social media course is like, is one of the headlines in the photo. Uh, when you search, you can't search for that in the camera, the photos app on your phone because it can't really read the text. But in the notes app, it can set, it can tell every, every letter apart. And so just searching the word course will pull up that screenshot you're looking for in the notes app. So I find things are a lot easier to find when they're there and it keeps it out of your camera roll away from the pictures of your kiddos and your family and um, things that it would be cluttering up. Holy cow. My mind's a little bit blown by that. <laughs> like I was just, I just opened up my notes app immediately. I'm like, wait, what? Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Like it, I don't, it, I don't utilize my notes app as much as I should. It turns out. Oh yeah. Notes and notes app is on your phone as just as easily accessible as the photos app on your phone. So it's just, I kind of just treat it as a separate, <laughs> a, yeah. kind of a separate camera roll for the reference photos, reference, um, clutter is what I often call it reference clutter. Um, it is possible that Apple is going to release updates. Um, maybe this fall that it can read text within pictures. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. There's been rumors, but the notes app for sure is great at reading text within photos. So That's I love that. Awesome. Yeah. So good. And then you talked about duplicates. <laughs> yes, um, we are all guilty of, yeah. um, of taking just a ton of series of, of photos in a row because we want to make sure to capture the moment. And that's the joy and the pitfalls of having digital photos versus back when you had film cameras and had to be more particular about uh, mm -hmm. every time you hit the shutter button. So we all, we are collecting so many photos and if you think about how many photos you take per year and then you multiply that by 18 years of your child's life, that number gets huge. And so it's like, although these are photos of something important, you don't need to keep them all because the numbers will add up. And I actually feel that if you get rid of the mediocre or even just some of the just good shots that will let the great shots shine um otherwise the great shots kind of get buried and it's just it's part of a collection whereas if you delete the shots like i'm never going to use this photo a over photo b because photo b is just amazing so why even keep the first picture and i have a, one of my most popular things on instagram is when i do this series called delete with denise in my stories where i let people choose whether they keep or delete my own photos like they can practice on my pictures oh. um, <laughs> and I feel like that helps people a lot uh, because you're attached to your own pictures. But when it's somebody else's pictures, yes. you're like, oh, well, why would you keep both of those? Like, you're never going to put this one on social media when that one is an option. So uh, so that's been really fun to uh, get conversations started over on my Instagram. Uh, so do you only like, OK, say you take four pictures of your daughter. Do you literally just pick one? Every uh, time? No, Um if, if I took four pictures, potentially it would just be one, um, that what I if keep. It's 12. If, it, if I took 20, <laughs> 20 pictures, I yeah. would probably end up keeping like five or six, maybe. Um, it depends. So keep 
keep the winner. Like we, if nothing else, just hit the favorite heart on the winner. Um, even if you don't delete the other ones, just start with that so that you're like, oh, this is the one I'm going to upload to Instagram. And then when you, at the end of the year, you want to put it in a photo book, you don't have to like reevaluate those 20 photos. You can just like, oh, six months ago, I thought this was the favorite. I trust myself. I'm going to use that one rather mm-hmm. than looking at them all again. Um, but yeah, so you definitely keep the winner and keep any that have a different story. Like uh, if your child is laughing in one photo and crying in another or giving a sassy look or something like those are different enough. They tell a different story, um, but smiling and then a slightly different smile, unless it's something that like seems personal to you, like I'd say, just get rid of it. Um, nobody but you knows that those photos that you deleted existed. So it's like, it's not that you're hurting anybody or missing out. And if you do delete it and then uh, within the next 30 days decide, oh, I deleted too many from this. There's a recently deleted um, folder on on your, fo- your smartphone and you can go back and undelete or restore the photo. Uh, and I find I don't, I hardly ever go and do that because like, yeah, I trust myself that like, I didn't need those. Yeah, for sure. So what you're telling me is we need to stop hoarding pictures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a, a connections with a lot of like professional homeowner organizers um, that I've connected with like on Instagram and social media because they believe it in their, in their house that they know they should when they go through their clothes or their books, they should only take the ones that spark joy. But when it comes to digital stuff, it's the same thing. And so they've been like sending some of their home organizing clients my way when they get asked technology questions. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, send them my way because digital clutter is still clutter. It bogs down our mind. It like it bogs down our visual space when we're looking at our phones. And I want the phone to, to bring joy when you open up your camera roll. I want you to see things that you're proud of or photos of your family, things that make you smile. Yeah, that's so good. Your phone should bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Love it. Do you have anything else that you want to share with my listeners today about organizing their camera roll? I think that you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. It, It is not as overwhelming as you make it seem start today. Um, and Every time you look at your photos, like just to enjoy your photos, um, don't be afraid to hit the delete button or that favorites heart um, as you're looking through the photos just for your own enjoyment. Um, Do it at that same time and then it's not even an extra step later. On Instagram, I share tons of free tips and exercises and video trainings. And I have my control your camera rule course uh, that you can find at denisebrinkman.com. You can use, uh, I'll, I'll give you a $55 off promo code for, um, for, through this podcast. Sweet. And, uh, <laughs> that you can use LF podcast to get $55 off. If you want to take my control your camera roll course, which is like a comprehensive, take all of the tips and actually turn it into a plan or specialized to you in the way you want to use your photos and how to organize the, the photos, special apps that help make adding pictures to an album much quicker, organize your videos, organize your reference clutter and make this a habit going forward. So yeah, it's an awesome course. Mm-hmm. Thanks for offering that coupon. That's so awesome. So I will link all of that in the show notes for you. 
like where you can find her on Instagram and her website and all the things. So um, make sure you go follow her because she does put out a lot of really good gems on her Instagram stories that you're going to love and check out her course too, because if you're overwhelmed with your phone and every time you hop on there, it's just stressful, then you're going to love her course. All right, Denise, I've got one more question for you that I ask all my guests. All right. What does it mean to you to live fiercely? Um, it, I guess it means to be confident in surrounding yourself with people and things that make you happy and saying no, uh, to the, the things that bring you down. Straightforward, simple. Love it. So good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the live fiercely podcast. If you love what you heard today, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button. So you never miss when a new episode drops and be sure to leave me a review or take a screenshot and tag me over on social where I will feature you in my Insta stories until next time, girlfriend, keep on living fiercely.